Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub. It feels like very now too, because the world is ending. So it's yeah. like, oh, I should know how to like boil water and make it safe. I think like <laughs> not only that, but like the cabins and the shelters that these people make are so incredible. Mm -hmm. like, Jesse's uh, hodgepodge lodge that she's building right yeah. now on the new season. It's pretty fucking wild. It's I love a root wild. cellar. Do they build root cellars? <laughs> no, what's that? No, it's just like a place that where you like dig down into the ground where you like keep your potatoes so they don't go bad. Oh, they do shit like that. Yeah, they bury uh, berries. Berry berries is interesting, but they uh -huh. like hollow out a log, put a bunch of stuff in there and then put the piece of wood back on top and yeah. make like wooden coolers more or less. It's Maybe really I should watch this. I feel like I need some of those skills. It for real. Yeah. You need a knife. You need a bow. You need to know how make how to make a net. How to catch fish. <laughs> a ghillie net. A ghillie net. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> Alone is great. Um, but don't watch it on mushrooms. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a good good place to start. Uh, we've got a very special guest for a fabulous episode of Weed and Grub, John Gabris. Oh, thank you guys so much for having me. This is. Every time I've recorded your podcast, it's been graduated into a like more and more mature situation. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, we had to have you on. Let's just jump to the plugs right off jump. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pl plugs up top. <laughs> plugs up top. Because we're going to do news and buzz of the week. You're just going to kick it with us the whole episode. Because you have a TV show that you're co-starring in coming out uh, a day or two after this drops. Yeah. July 17th, Bastille Day for my French rev heads out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have a show called 101 Places to Party Before You Die on True TV, co hosted with my buddy and also uh, major weed head, Adam Pally. And uh, we travel the country and uh, see if two 40 year old friends can still get after it like they used to. <laughs> uh, spoiler, sort of. <laughs> We do get after it. And we do, uh, for the uh, weed heads that are watching, we do go to Oregon and uh, spend one day consuming only cannabis, no alcohol, and like visit a gross a house, have a personal weed chef cook a uh, tasting menu for us and stuff. So Ooh, awesome. that's Ooh. like one of the later episodes. But, you know, set your parents' DVR. I know everyone's a cable cutter, <laughs> these cord cutter. Absolutely. Set, go, when you visit your parents, just set their DVR to record true, okay? <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> yeah, and turn it on every screen. And let all the screens run. Yes, please. <laughs> right? Every time you're in a hospital waiting room, the TV might already be on true, but if not, switch it to true. Okay. That's right. uh, yeah. The people need the impractical jokers and a little dose of Pally and Gabrus. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Did you go to your doctor and your doctor was like, oh, yeah, you're going to die. This is the perfect show for you. I went to my doctor in between, like, on like a hiatus in between episodes like five, six, and seven. They were like, your blood pressure is really high. I'm like, well, I've been eating chicken hearts in assorted cities around America. <laughs> I've been consuming duck buns and truffle blank for like <laughs> eight weeks. They're like, and sleeping in different hotels and not exercising and shit. Yeah. Uh, but let's not get into the at the before you die element of it. Totally. I got 93 more episodes to shoot. That's right. Oh, this was a seven episode season one. <laughs> and it, yeah, eight episode season one. Uh, so and 101 minus eight is nine. Did I do the math right? Let's light know. up and then Let's I can do the math. Spark that joint. It was based on a, a book, right? It was a book that came out called 100 Places to Party, 101 Places to Party Before You Die. To Get Fucked Up Before You to Die, get which was the original title of our show. And yeah. when the network was like, we can't, we can't call it that, we were like, why not? They were like, what do you mean? Why? <laughs> I was like, oh, right. <laughs> yeah. 
and that's when Adam and John looked at each other and were like, we'll walk. Yeah. I love going on a weed podcast, taking one hit of a joint and coughing my brains out. <laughs> Holy shit. Shut up. The diamonds in these heavy hitters here. Hell yeah. Yeah. Are, is that a Pacific stone? Diamonds. No, I went with the heavy hitters, right? That's the H.H.? Yep. Yeah, heavy hitters. Right on. Hand me those Pacific Stones. I'll smoke one of those. Which, by the way, we have a show that we're doing with Pacific Stone. So, you know, you can come see that if you live in L.A. Yeah, oh, hell July yeah. 27th. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I'll... Check out our town. Instagram for all the links. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, so... Did you, Wait, did you, you, did, you already stole our lighter. You stole it for one minute. It's like, oh, <laughs> hold on, it's in my pocket. I pull out 12 lighters of yours. Always. This, this guy's yeah. like, hey, that's... That's my mouse off my desk. I got like all kinds of stolen shit. I've been in the offices for like 10 minutes. You're like a reverse Steve Martin in the jerk. (laughs) You're like, wait, you said these were edibles? It's like, Gabriel, your my fanny pack is like bulging on the way out. I did when we when we uh, were talking about today, yesterday we were talking about today with you, and I was telling this story about John Belushi that went through Second City where there was like some outdoor festival in Chicago and somebody goes, oh, John, what's up? And he sat with them at this outdoor festival and by the time he left, all their chicken wings were gone. There was like a sandwich that was missing. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, that's 100% what would happen. Yeah, you do. I mean, he's an idol for a lot of reasons. Yeah. A <laughs> <laughs> little bit of overlap between Johnny B and Johnny B and Johnny G. Johnny B and Johnny G. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, Johnny B, depends. I don't know where he went. <laughs> He'd prefer, probably prefer down there. <laughs> so you got the, did you just like read the book? You were both fans of the book and then you just picked a list of the top pl- yeah, eight we, places? <coughs> we knew we wanted to do a travel show. We've been talking about trying to make a, <coughs> I just oh pass out. Yeah. They're trying to make a comedy. It's trip. so funny the idea that like, oh yeah, he's on this show called 101 Places to Party Before You Die. And then he took one hit of a joint on a <laughs> podcast and it was over. And he inspired. Something to keep in mind for the uh, a- uh, amateur smoker. Diamonds can fuck up even uh, Hercules over here. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm fucking, woo! <laughs> this is like yeah. my third joint of the day and it's hitting me harder than the first one, which nice. is usually the best one. Um. Yeah, no, we, we knew we wanted to do a travel show. Adam and I uh, shot a movie in Italy called The Little Hours. We only we were only on the movie for like a week, but we had the same we were in the same scene, so we had all the same downtime, and we were like realized, and we had you know we go to Vegas all the time together. We're like, oh, we can actually travel well together because we're both the joke that we came up with on the show is like we're both very forgiving of the other person's assholery. Mm-hmm. So it's like we never hold grudges. We are both taking turns being the worst person to travel with. Mm-hmm. But both of us are very chill about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we ended up finding out that we're very good at traveling. And we're consumption machines. We can eat, drink, and smoke like nonstop. And we want to. And we like to talk to people. And we like to flirt with servers. And we found all these common things that we have where it's just like hitting on the Italian busboy and shit like that. It's like this is a black – like, you know, just being cute and we're having fun. It's like this should be a show. And it's like there's no way anyone would ever give two 40-year-old white guys a travel show in 2021 or whatever. Right. And then – it just every step of the way, it kept like just somehow working. We found this book. Uh, our managers are at different places, but our best friends as well. And they're party animals and they're both EPs on the show. So there's like a lot of weird connections as as it all comes together. The book was pretty uh, perfect and people love IP. So we're like, it's based on a book. And they're like, great. Now we understand travel or whatever. I don't get why they <laughs> need the book part. But I'm stoked. It's like truly dream job level shit. Yeah. Like I get to... If I got to go eat for free and party with Adam for free, it would be so dope. But I also get paid. Not, I mean, not much. It is true TV. <laughs> it is a, a cable uh, top travel show. But 
the fact that that's what I'm doing with my time and money, it's insane. Like I, I it's like the, I'm not going to be humble about it. It's like the best job I've ever had. And I'm scared that I'll never get to do it again. Yeah. And I'll be forced, you know, fuck podcasting. <laughs> fuck LA. <laughs> I want to live in the fucking first class lounge. <laughs> no. I mean, you're on billboards, dude. Congratulations. It's very dude, cool. I did not expect that either because they, they we were kind of undersold like what kind of support the network was going to give us because of the merger and all this shit and then ended up being like they had our backs hard. And like it's vanity, you know, they're in L.A. <laughs> like where they know me and Adam. Adam lives in New York, but they know where I live. So it's like if that's the only reason, it, it's working. I, I drove – I have not taken a moment to really soak it in yet, but driving home from a friend's party on the 3rd of July – uh, Tiff was out the rooftop filming the uh, oh, filming yeah. the billboard as we drove by. There's a mega one on La Brea and Sunset for all. I think me and Adam are both pointing at a Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> Going capitalism. <laughs> the chicken sandwich from here rules. It, and it does. It does. The long boy. Oh, Oof. love it. With too much mayonnaise every time. Oh, the perfect amount of mayonnaise. Disgusting amount, but yes. it's perfect. Yeah, a whole whack. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, a little... <laughs> ladle of mayo and like four pieces of shredded iceberg scattered Ooh, in it. Yeah. It's my kind of coleslaw. <laughs> yes. It's like yogurt with four granola pieces in it. <laughs> Man, they just must have been so stoked when all this came together because it's just, it feels like it's just exactly what everyone needs right now and wants right now more than anything. It's crazy. We, we, we pitched it to True TV when they said, oh, we are very interested. And it was February 2020, <laughs> a.k.a. Wow. right before COVID oh, hit. Dude. And we were like, they're like, we're in. And then COVID hits. And it's like, oh, shit. Well, we'll wait till COVID ends to shoot the pilot. <laughs> it was like uh, nine months went by. It's like, I don't know if this shit's going to end. It's like, let's just shoot the pilot in it. And then and truly before on my flight to the last uh, episode we shot, which was in Maui. Uh, masks mandatory. Flight home, masks optional. Whoa! It was that that that's wow. like I, it's. We pitched it before COVID, and we it hasn't ended yet. So maybe right. by the maybe by the time season four airs, uh, COVID will have subsided. But in, just in case it doesn't, uh, so that was really a wild thing for us. But then when we were on the road shooting in this post COVID era, we're interacting exclusively with servers and bartenders and restaurateurs and chefs. And you're realizing that these people had a crazy couple of years. Yeah. And now not only are we bringing them the current business that we come in there with, cause our crew eats, buys merch and like we go ham everywhere we go. Like, Oh no, the coffees are on us. It's like, great. I'll buy a hoodie from your fucking coffee shop. And me and Pally have just like suitcases full of swag from the places we visit where we were like, thank, Thank you so much for having I gotta get a Magic City hat. It's like, yeah, sixty-four dollars, whatever. You're like, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> but also great. That's great. But also I have it. Yeah. 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 So it's awesome, like bring it and then like hanging out talking to bartenders and servers and like and you know, fucking around with them, doing bits and like and then promoting these restaurants on our show and uh spots and bars and places to go. It feels it feels like that's what I want people to be doing is going out eat, uh, and engaging and tipping well with yeah. society you know what i mean like so to get to do it for a job and hopefully some people and then all i watched was travel shows over early on in the pandemic to mm -hmm. make me feel and then it's like and travel shows are what like i think comedy people like to watch because you don't have to worry about like traveling but, cooking yeah 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 it's like that's like the two two things that most of my friends watch is like because then they don't have to worry about 
oh, the second act break was not as funny as, like, they don't get yeah. caught oh, in this Yeah, I auditioned for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, you relieving I mean? yourself of that, although that's why I could never watch Man vs. Food. Shout out Adam Richmond, he did a great job. But, but you were up for it? It was just bet- it was between me and him at Katz's Deli, wow. whenever that was, way wow. back in the day. Yeah, it's been a long journey of me almost hosting stuff and hosting some stuff that doesn't pop. Uh, could be still on that journey, but this, this is one of the few, first jobs I've ever done where imposter syndrome is not activated at all. I'm like proud of what we did and what we did is something I would, yeah, I guess what I'm experiencing, unlike something I've never felt before is pride in my work. <laughs> so wow. it, feels, it feels pretty crazy. Yes. Pretty basic. I'm sure a lot of people, pediatricians and shit can feel that every day. If you work in Hollywood, it doesn't give you many opportunities <laughs> to be proud of what you, but like, and I think we can all say like, you're better than a doctor. Oh, yeah, that, that's what I'm getting at. Long story short, Long story short. Doctors Without Borders, I've never had borders. <laughs> <laughs> All right? Suck it, Doc. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, speaking from just a very personal place of, like, rage and fury and outrage at how fucked up the world is right now, every SCOTUS ruling that comes down, I'm like, there's another layer of me wanting to, like, truly <sighs> yeah. do something terrible to myself or someone else. Yeah, I don't yeah, fucking yeah, know. yeah. I'm with I, you on this someone else shit. I'm, I, right? I, I, You know, we fought. Longtime yeah. friends following you on IG. I'm training to fucking punch a fascist as well. Dog. Nice. I'm taking martial arts. <laughs> Are you fucking really? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> what, like a little jujitsu rolling on the ground? Let's a little, yeah, a little Jeet Kune Do, actually. Bruce Lee's art, the art of no art. <laughs> is this real? Yes. Is this a this is for real. Yeah, I take <laughs> uh, Jeet Kune Do lessons. Yeah. And is but this- that's, mo- it was started from my like, uh, needing to get back to childhood of like, I miss being active and doing martial arts. Yeah, man. And then now it's become like, I need to be able to protect my family when the water wars begin. I yep. need to be able to break the arm of a fucking proud boy. I need to drop kick Patriot front at the next drag queen fucking child book reading that they storm. Yo. I want to be ready to fucking murk somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Added layer. Just- yeah. <laughs> yeah. And hey, and if I drop a few pounds and lower my blood pressure in the meantime, Great. Hey, we know that doctor will finally be happy for me. Yeah. Fuck you. Doc, yeah, <laughs> travels your host way more important. <laughs> I'm getting my ass handed to me twice a week by a personal trainer, and it feels fucking awesome. Hell, fucking yeah! yeah You're doing like you. interval stuff too. Hit, you know, it, high intensity interval training. My God, yeah, yeah, that shit's for real. I almost yacked the other day. That shit works by the way Full on. <laughs> I, I feel where it is going to work you know yeah. what I mean like I'm so new to it that I'm not seeing a difference yet but I can see the places where I will see a difference the crazy already. shit about that when you really start focusing like it's so quantifiable mm-hmm. when you're like oh, oh my god I did the same workout five weeks later and I did it faster or I did more in the time allotted or it I feel better it feel easier after it's yeah. crazy just like adding miles to running it the body works in such a simple way that you hear so much about, but you can never really bring yourself to do for some reason. 100%. And then a second you're like, wow, every t- I do 10 push-ups a day, and now it's very easy. I could do 20 push-ups a day. I wonder if soon I'll be able to do 30. It's like, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> how it works. We just never get around it. And I'm I'm guilty of knowing that and never doing anything about it. 100%. <laughs> every time I'm like training for a marathon, I'm like, oh, shit, it's so interesting. As I get run more, I get better at running. <laughs> Wow, I should hey, like Tiff, write an article. <laughs> hey, I call my, my mom. Boy. Mom, t- you're a nurse. Tell me if I'm on to something. <laughs> Does Tiff work out with you? Uh, no, she's not really. Uh, she has a physical job these days as she's a florist now. So she's Shout on out the Sweets are Life. Shout out the Sweets are Life. Best flowers in LA. The most you, beautiful, creative, She was so pumped to hear I was doing weed and grub today. How, like my mom... 
Tiffany cannot keep track of anything I do and does not know, keeps no <laughs> references in her head. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do comedy with so-and-so and so-and-so. She's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm like, going to do weed and grub. She goes, tell MJ I said hi. <laughs> so I just immediately, I'm like, how do you not know anything I do except for this gig? <laughs> it's so funny. Fantastic. Yeah. She's, I mean, because you guys have dropped off quite the treats in the past. So. I mean, that's the best part about being neighbors. We like, yeah, have we some extra edibles. Yeah, it's like, oh, here. Know, bring me some flowers <laughs> or fucking got some extra weed or here's some mushrooms. It's all. Hell yeah. It's the Hollywood hang, man. It's fucking great. Laser, can I have that later? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Yours. We only have one. Uh, I, I think I have one too. I have a fanny, you know, like I like any self-respecting stoner who likes to wear elastic waist pants. <laughs> I keep yeah. all my paraphernalia in here. See, feel how loud and heavy that is. That's that a would big pull fanny. my fucking drawers down, dude. Yeah. But when you strap it on, it ain't no thing. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hey, I wonder, uh, we talked a little bit about it in Arizona when we saw each other, but <laughs> well, dude, Mike, I blank. Just came back to me all hanging yeah. out with you there. Can yeah. you awesome. t- what was that hang? You just randomly well, it was after I met up and I performed for one of the most racist crowds I've ever been in front of. But I did not want to <laughs> bring then, that up and in then front of it. Weed with one of the most racist crowds. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Now, uh, whoa, I got it on cr- the <laughs> crazy <crack> setting. setting. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was there doing Doughboys live, and Mike was there doing stand up at a different venue, yeah. and you. <coughs> I hit up Emma. Oh, you know Emma. I was and I was like, it. and I was like, yo, yeah. Emma, because I was gonna try to come to the show after my set, and it just ran. However, it ran, and, yeah. and then I was like, I'm not gonna be able to make it, but thank you for the ticket. And then she was like, We're at this bar, come through, yeah. and I did. And it was, and I didn't know about any of this. Maybe I, if I paid more attention to uh, social media, I would know you were in the same city. But when Emma's like turns to Mitch and Nick, she goes, I'm gonna invite Mike Glazer uh, out for drinks. That cool? And I was like. <gasps> Glazers? <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah. I like step right in. I'm like, of course it is, man. Tell him to come. You can smoke this blunt that I was going to share with just you, Emma. Now we got MGs in on it. Dude. Yeah, which was a good blunt. That was a great blunt. Shout out uh, that guy from Lemonade slash Cookies who must have got me confused with a different weed celebrity and dropped off <laughs> shit like for rapper level uh, blunts. I was like, I will take it. I have... 50,000 followers I'll post, but thanks, brother. I think you got me confused with someone else. That, that ruled. I finally just smoked the last one. Like 50 of these little glass tip ones they dropped off in my house. They were so fucking good. Fucking A. <laughs> yeah. Good, thanks. Uh, so what I was going to ask you about, because we talked about it oh, in right, Arizona, so was um, packing and how the heck you pack for a travel show and like what it looks like to shoot all these different places, need all these different outfits, because you want to look good too, right? You want that, that, and that's new to me is caring about my appearance is very, very new to me. And I want to thank Pally, who is like a, a clothes horse, a fashion guy, whatever uh, the new expression is. Um, clothes horse. A dandy? Clo- a dandy. A bit of, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, got a da- he's a bit of a dandy. Um, he's, a, he's a haberdasher. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he, uh, and we know we were talking about wardrobe for the show. And he's like, we should, like, I never thought, cared about what I looked like, but I'm like, but I do want to look cool on TV. And then it's like, Although, and then all you have to do is tell me, like, looking cool f- might actually help the show do better. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah. you're like, fuck, that is possibly true. So then I'm like, all right. You know, just being like the five companies I know that make brightly colored double XL stuff. I was like, they got like $1,000 each. I was like, I'll take five Hawaiian shirts, five hoodies, fuck five yeah, denim dude. shorts. I'm <laughs> just like ripping and running on. And packing for shit like that is you're gone for three weeks, which is an abundance of clothes to begin with. And yeah. you're hoteling, not Airbnb. You're right? hoteling, not Airbnb. And then you're in three different climates. 
and you have weird activities set up where it's like you're taking surfing lessons here, you're doing this here, and so yeah. you're like, you need to know some of that stuff ahead of time. And then you want you have some bit outfits you want to wear, like when you go skiing, we're like, oh, we need like funny ski outfits, like when when you go to play high lie, we need cool high lie outfits, absolutely. And so you're packing all that shit, and then you're like, oh, I need two different things today. And then you're like, okay. <laughs> so now it's like, I have like more clothes than I've ever owned before. And you guys have been to my house, my yeah. apartment, you know, small, my office is. Yeah. I, I am, I have removed a Peloton and like cabinets and put just dressers because now I have. Whoa. And dude. also when you're a double XL, like four shirts fill a West Elm, a West Elm dresser. You know oh, what I mean? So like, yeah. like my wife packs and she brings 65, <laughs> she, she brings 65 X the amount of clothes she needs needs uh -huh. and her suitcase i bring half the amount of clothes i need for a week and it fills the exact same amount of like cubic space <laughs> right because <laughs> i am a giant and she is a peanut and it sucks <laughs> i'm like three pairs of jeans puts me in the i need to check this luggage yeah it's like yeah. sir you gotta take some of these jeans out you're over the le legal limit thank god i'm platinum shout out delta i could bring up to 60 pounds without them saying shit Damn. That's I, I've never up. had more than a backpack when I travel. And now I'm right. traveling with two rolly suitcases and a duffel. I feel like I feel ins I feel like a celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah. like a travel show yeah. host. Oh, that guy's on his way somewhere. Yeah. That guy's a big deal. Oh, he's lighting a joint what right kind of here in the parking lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's not that big of a deal. <laughs> oh, I have like the Ben Affleck meme, but with a joint every time I get off the plane. It's like, oh, that first joint after a long day of travel. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Wait, you couldn't fly it on True TV's Dime with Weed in your bag, could you? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Technically. <laughs> <laughs> What's the statute of limitations on fucking federal I think traffic? like a week. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I bring a use, a normal amount of, a normal amount of weed usage for me, which is an insane amount, maybe intent to sell by other people's standards. Yeah. But again, when you're leaving for 20 days and you're not hitting any legal cities, yeah. you're like, shit. I, I need like <laughs> a lot of weed to make me to day 20 and like edibles to fly. Like you need, I need all my medicine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm packing like a Hunter S Thompson tackle box <laughs> to be like, all right, this is what I need for work. <laughs> it's, like, it's like gummies. Fish oil, yeah. mushrooms, <laughs> weed gummies, weed corn nuts for during the day. You know? Concentrates, flour. Con oh yeah. Tincture, uh, CBD, yes. CBD balm. I just got, you know, and then you're like, if you want to smoke a joint a day, you need 20 joints. I haven't smoked one joint a day in forever. Right. Know? So now I'm like, I have to bring 60 joints. <laughs> and it's like, that's a lot. <laughs> so getting to go to a legal city every once in a while and just re-up, not stressed about like, I, I mean, the, the shit I, <laughs> I'm going to just get arrested, like dragged out of my It'll home. It'll be great. More yeah. people will watch the show. Yeah, I know. Exactly. It'll be it's amazing. Only, it'll be only, I always say that whenever I'm like smoking weed in a illegal city, I'm like, I think if I got arrested for weed, it could only help. 100%. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it would make going home to my family a nightmare every year because I'll never hear the end of it from my mom until she passes away. Uh, That's true. Uh, but, Jonathan, you yeah. Are, yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, it does affect international travel, I believe. Oh, and I can't fuck with that. Right? That's my moneymaker now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, season two is going to be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get fucking broke down palaced out there. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to open up my shirt and I'm going to have so many gummies taped to my chest like Midnight Express but instead of hash, it's just that like fucking... Lost Farms uh, Starburst. Fuck <laughs> yes, those things are so good. Those are are some of my favorites right now. If my tolerance wasn't so high, I because I can't eat eight of those a day. Yeah. So I'm on some I'm on some like tincture level edibles, but 
those lost farm chews we have a we're childless 40 year olds at our house we have a dish of those out like it's fucking mints in yep. our house <laughs> fucking awesome yeah. <laughs> fucking delicious hey do you want to do some news oh yeah I have a news story. The Rebel Gazette. Shout out Sumo Snacks presenting our uh, news oh, segment. Oh, yeah. Have you tried those? Yeah. I'm going to eat a handful. I have a short Take some with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, what Yeah, take I'll some do. with you. I'll post about I've got, it for you guys. This is a zesty ranch flavor. Mm-hmm. Which one do you, what do you like? Hot salsa verde? Cheese? Mm. Whatever. I'll, I'll probably steal those ranch ones on the way out. And Go right the fucking yeah, yeah. Savory snacks. Shout out Sumo. Love Come savory out. edibles. Hard to find. Very Not hard A lot of people find. are doing them. I mean, it is... A more difficult uh, so delivery method too, but yep. I find when people do them well, like that's like that's my movie popcorn now. Is it's like so great. These uh, you know, like if I had a bag of that, I would just sit down, put on a movie, and hopefully, and get you know get the bag done before the trailers are over, so that it hits you at twenty something minutes into the movie and you ride it all the way. Yeah, I but- saw Elvis on. Uh, I ate a hundred milligram cookie right when I sat down for Elvis. Oh, um, in I the did, theater? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I didn't smoke before. And hence the fanny pack can fit a hundred milli cookie in there, no questions nice. asked. Yeah, that's right. And then as a the movie, I just like the movie just swept me up. But sorry, let's get to the. Uh, well, you're just reminding me when we had uh, your friend John Flynn on the podcast, and he was talking about how he fucked up his timing and he ate edible one of his cookies from everyone check out his book baked now available <laughs> and he like mistimed it so he went to the gym and worked out and got so high on the treadmill that he couldn't get off i've heard it's funny flynn is a, a we i performed at his storytelling show that he hosted called nights of our lives at ucb for like eight years i was like a recurring so i know Every single one of John Flynn's stories. I know any story of his that he's mined for interesting sex or weird vibes or funny stories. I know him from being his friend, but also from sitting there while he did a 12-minute insanely funny version of it for a room full of people. Fucking funny, man. (laughs) Uh, uh, Okay, our news story. The Grubble Gazette is – it's a little bit – uh, of a weird one because it's about another podcast, but uh, I'll just read the headline. This is from marijuanamoment.net. Neil deGrasse Tyson wonders what other plants can get you high that people just haven't tried smoking yet. Uh, so Neil deGrasse Tyson, he's the astrophysicist, obviously, and he was on his podcast, Star Talk, and he was talking to a neuroscientist named oh, Stacey Oh, was this Gruber. before or after he ruined a movie by explaining the math of it? I was just about to say. <laughs> he's like a famously uh, fun uh, fun buster when, with his stuff. It's he's like, a fun buster. The thing about... <laughs> I didn't know this, really? Do yeah. you know Neil deGrasse? Do you like him? Sorry, I mean, before I start talking No, I shit. do like him, okay. but I do think frequently online, he's like, a lot of people believe that Back to the Future could happen, but it couldn't because of these reasons it's like oh shut up man oh he sounds exactly like me i'm constantly well actually mike <laughs> well that's a little different someone's got to get this guy right on track yeah <laughs> i say some dumb shit mike's constantly saying shit and i'm like actually the truth is and i'll just deliver facts and he's like you're so boring and I'm like, someone's got to say what's right and true yeah you said something about english muffins recently yeah i was I, talking shit about him yeah and i like well actually him about english muffins and he was like fuck you dude no what it's more that makes sense but it's more like if he goes wow that cloud looks like a dinosaur and you're like clouds can't actually look like dinosaurs because they're just formations of water or whatever yeah. that is more in ngt's uh, that's his vibe, vibe? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. oh wow okay well do you want me to continue or this is on my brand well i want to hear more because this is a good conversation i'm curious okay well he did <laughs> his his well actually on his podcast star talk was when he was talking to harvard university neuroscientist stacy gruber um about weed and its psychoactive properties and how it's been used for thousands of years and it got him thinking what kinds of plants and fungi might still be out there with untapped 
potential. And the quote is, how many plants out there remain undiscovered simply because we don't have enough people saying now, let's smoke that, let's smoke this, hmm. let's smoke this, he mused. I mean, there's got to be. And so they were just like musing aloud about how many things we don't know. What are some urban legend ones you heard? Because I heard banana peels when I was a kid. When we didn't have weed, someone's like, yo, if you smoke banana peels, you'll get high. Oh, definitely. Uh, cinnamon, I feel like. Yes. Smoking um, cinnamon for sure. And um, and I'll smoke anything. I just want to go on the record and say that. Oregano? Like any plant, I'll give it a go. I'll I used try to smoke it. twigs. Like, what's the difference? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, I've smoked uh, oregano. I, I, I've i also <laughs> pranked rookie uh, uh freshman on the rugby team with the old smoke this joint you have to and then it smells like a fucking pizzeria in the rugby house. <laughs> oh, fuck. oh man i got called out once um because i've never tried cocaine but they okay these guys, you asshole but these guys my roommates i came in and they were like cutting up a line in college and they were like do you want to try it and i was like yeah totally and so I tried it and I was like, whoa, I think I feel it. And they're like, really? Because it's just Tylenol. We wanted to see if you would be honest or not. <laughs> and so they like caught me faking being on Coke, intentionally tricking me to try and snort fake Coke. <laughs> oh, that's twisted. It was twisted. That's that is fucking twisted. That's awesome. Though. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh yeah, no, right. Uh. That's exactly what we did to the rookie. We, this kid was like, I don't drink because you know, like hazing freshmen. Oh, we got to finish a keg of beer. The freshman have to finish a keg of beer before we let you out of the basement, or you know, like whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, and this dude's like, I don't drink, but I'll smoke as much weed as you guys give me. And we're like the rugby team, but we're also kind of dorks. We're like, I can't even. I don't have weed. It's like, <laughs> oh, let's just give him oregano and tell him it's weed. So it stunk like a fucking pizzeria. And he was like, Whoa, I think I'm actually. And then we were like. After he we was pretending to be super high for a while, we had started having this like panic moment of like, what if it is like poisonous? Because he's had like four oregano <laughs> joints at this point. We should maybe stop. <laughs> but it's so funny. He keeps getting higher. And then we're like, wait, what if he's actually high? He's got pizza lung. <laughs> yeah. Done. Kids these days are getting popcorn lung. When I was growing up, it was pizza lung. <laughs> What would you smoke, Mary Jane? I just feel like uh, every everything has been tried at some point in human history. Like you know, I don't. I think this is like not a valid musing because I feel like if it were smokable, someone would have fucking figured that out. Because everything has been smoked. I mean, listen to us. <laughs> but <laughs> if also if, if we like lessen the criteria for like testing stuff, we can maybe mm -hmm. find more shit like scientifically. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah, because like mushrooms are such a mushrooms, DMT, and cannabis are like three things uh, or ayahuasca rather, like three things that come to mind that are like. Like they're out there. Yeah. Like you could accidentally have it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it could it could foreseeably grow on its own. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that's so interesting. Is it something we don't know about like uh oh if you shave down passion fruit rind and like rip it, like you know, like that can get you twisted. Like that would be fun to try. I'm very curious, especially now we know so much more about terps and terps are in so many yep. I know that doesn't have direct THC correlation, but you but you, I'm curious. Like what can you get from like a mango skin or something? Yeah. I, I would be interested uh, to to figure out what underwater hasn't been you know like Dude, that's the great place where we MJ, just don't know what the fuck is going on down there you, you know? know i'm a fucking i know you're crazy ocean, i'm you're crazy a beach boy yeah. you just got me so like i gotta try smoking seaweed yeah man. there's gotta be a bunch <laughs> of like yeah. weird crazy sea we had the Cousteaus on the podcast you know uh philippe Cousteau. i mean i'm familiar was... with the last name yeah yeah yeah, no, yeah. Uh, <laughs> philippe Cousteau is Jacques Cousteau's grandson oh. and his wife ashlyn Cousteau, and they launched a line of uh, edibles called seaweed we gotta get you some. I gotta get on there. I think awesome. I'm their fucking perfect. I'm a human seal. You're it. That's the that's the animal I think I'm the most like. I've learned that they're like silly. Uh -huh. They're loud. Uh -huh. They're like hairless and smooth, uh, and uh, they're they have like their little bellies, and they're great in the water. And it's like 
that I feel I'm so relatable. I feel like when I see a seal, I'm like, what does a seal do when it's not like swimming around, partying and eating? It's like just lays on the sand. Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most relatable shit in the world, dude. <laughs> I've always felt like an otter. Yeah. Because they're like, you know, fun and resourceful and like, you know, the way they like eat all off their chest. That's kind of yeah. like me. <laughs> they're kind of like the dogs of the sea. Which they are. Is, which is like. They want to be rad. liked. They're water dogs. <laughs> I, I feel like maybe we've talked about this in the past, but you know, I went to that otter sanctuary that's like outside of like an. We've never talked about this. Tell, oh man. Say everything. It's called Natured by Nurture or, or Nurturing Nature or something like that. And it's like this mega long waiting list. Whoa. Uh, and you go and you get to get in a pool and play with a bunch of otters. I. Holy fuck. And they cry. like crawl over. It's an animal sanctuary. So what they do is it's a make-a-wish destination for a lot of uh, kids because it's like a beautiful animal sanctuary where you get to actually get in the water with these otters. So on the weekends, they overcharge hipsters a lot of money to get on this huge waiting list. So that's how they pay for all of that stuff. Great. And it's so worth it. I think it was $300 a person, but it was only like eight of us in a above-ground pool with a bunch of otters just swimming around. Holy shit. And they're like, I'm like, oh, what can we do with them? They're like, they love this game. And then the game is called fill up the cup, empty the cup. <laughs> and you hold a little cup full of marbles. They come over, knock it over. You keep holding the cup. They swim around and run around and grab each marble and put them back into the cup. And then as soon as the cup is full, they just knock it out of your hand again and just start the cycle over. It's so fucking fun. And dude, she's like, be careful. They will swim in your bathing suit. It's like, <laughs> like they like, literally go like up to your pant leg and you're like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's fucking rad. Oh, my God. They're fucking great. It's sea otters, right? These are not river otters. Well, oh, I don't know. I think they might be sea otters. Yeah. yeah they're so fucking they're cute. They're amazing. Yeah. We saw some sea otters when we were on that boat in Washington with the um, gray whales. Yeah. That was fucking amazing. Yeah. Crazy day with wildlife. Uh, I want to see more whales, actually. Yeah. That would be pretty You were tight. just making me think, like, the, the the times that I've seen otters. I worked on a boat in Alaska for a while, and, like, we would um, have the one, fucking... one of MJ's 60 lives. Every time, <laughs> every time I'm on the podcast, MJ's like, I mean, this was when I was fighting with the French Foreign Legion in the Sudan, <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, man. so this is it's when you were like deadly as catch for a little while, yeah. of course. <laughs> my Detail. fucking favorite job ever. And, well, the, and my friend, uh, Kelly Watson... Uh, she and I shared a room and we would just like get off the boat together and do cool shit. And she was a kayaker. She was one of those people who like fucking talk about a million lives. But she used to do like the um, inside passage. She, she would kayak all the way up to Alaska from Washington. She did the um, Iditarod as a fucking Holy sled dog. Oh, she's amazing. And she's so fucking strong. Her arms are like iron fucking forearms from kayaking and paddling <laughs> so much. So she would actually sling me over the back deck of her kayak and take me out into the water. And we would like raft up in a kelp bed and watch the fucking otters just play like out in the kelp bed in Alaska. It was crazy. It was amazing. So fucking we, we ended up one time seeing uh, bubble feeding humpbacks bubble feeding from water level around us. It was nuts. It's what? Bubble feeding is where they the humpbacks all coordinate to create a net full of bubbles that they drive the fish into in the middle. They and make like they a come you, out and lunge up and like fill their gullets. You know when you Whoa. make like a whirlpool with your friends? Uh -huh. Like a, a small yeah. above ground pool when Absolutely. you were a kid? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> they, the whales do that and create like a wall of force that little fish get like, they're like, I can't swim because the current is going like, and they get caught up and then someone, one of them comes down from the underneath and it's like, ha. It's wow. like, we got them lined up 
for you, bro. It's like your bros are pouring you shots like this. Yeah. So it's like, and you just come running up with your mouth and they just dump all the shots in. It's rad. It's fucking rad. Damn. And yeah. you saw that from like ocean level? I was flopped on the back deck of her kayak like I was a giant dead weight seal myself. But um, yes, it was pretty it's fucking tilted cool. It was. It was totally tilted like this. She was like having to she's work She's got you like hard. strapped on like, a, like you're hunting. Like she's, like she's going to bring you back and skin you. <laughs> yeah, definitely probably looked super weird. <laughs> what kind of animal would you be, Mike? Oh, like an ant. Like, oh, I'd probably be a bug of some kind. I a think bug, more yeah. of like an insect situation than yeah? I think like uh, yeah. I don't know what it would be, but I do feel like it's probably what, insectical. What, what, what's the uh, what's the inspo behind the bug? Because uh, I like I like order and I like angles and I feel like they're like real angly ordering. Yeah, I think kind you're, of I think you're digging ants or bees at that situation. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. A little more conformist than you want to be, but like you are. You are, you know, but I like efficiency. So you understand the. Oh yeah, you know, I yeah. think that's what like gets me excited. And you love that productivity. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I'd be happiest if I just like, like created Amazon for ants. <laughs> <laughs> like that would be my dream. Oh, well, fingers crossed, Mike. <laughs> yeah, you do your. Thing. I got my dream job, so hopefully someday you can have yours, creating Amazon for ants. <laughs> Thanks, man. They constantly need new weights shipped because they're so strong. You know, they're constantly racking up heavier and heavier weights. Yeah. <laughs> I used to try and do a joke about like- that in stand-up where I, I would, like, if I was an ant, I'd probably, like, live, like, 80 times, like, you know, way more than the other ants and, like, show off to the scientists. <laughs> they're 20 times their own strength. It's like, oh, push it. Like, well, one of them seems to be 31 times their yeah. strength. Why is he so thirsty for us to like him? Yeah. <laughs> insecure ant. Yeah, it's a real insecure ant. I see a Pixar movie. The Insecure Ant? The Insecure Ant. Uh-huh. Yeah, He's trying to lift 400 bagel seeds or something. Yeah. <laughs> Just working out. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, What else is happening? Where are you going to be in this season? Yeah. We're, we're going to... Uh, this season, this because season, there's going to be a the season one. that's coming out. Yeah, Probably we're going more. to Denver. Uh, we're going to Moab, uh, Maui, Puerto Rico, San Juan, um, Richmond, Virginia, low key like uh, undercover dose, Atlanta, and Portland. And I think that's eight. I, I might have missed one. Without but. any spoilers, Virginia, dude. You think Richmond's going to be weird and you're like, why would we go there? Then you go and Virginia has like uh, one of those like uh, medicinal, but you can't really get in trouble with possession situations mm-hmm. with their cannabis. So it's like kind of like that gray area right now. They're going to eventually. Like in D.C.? Yeah. They're yeah. probably going to flip to full wreck eventually. Like this feels like a, always a stopgap in between. Yeah. So they're like there's legal weed. And here's the thing I learned about Richmond from the show is that there's a big hardcore music scene and a big awesome. hip hop scene. Awesome. And both of those cause a lot of interesting people to come to the city. And then those are careers you sometimes get out of. Yep. <laughs> you like, oh, there's not a lot of legs in being in a hardcore band in Virginia. So like then you and your cool, creative, full sleeve tattoo friends open up a burger spot called Cobra Burger. And it's fucking awesome. You fucking know, yeah. Awesome. So it's a lot. It's got like good restaurant and bar culture because of like the vibes of the people that were moving there. And Richmond art is like a fucking liberal bastion in the because of the colleges right there. Like so it like. It's an interesting portion of Virginia, and it was cool. Uh, to we were there like a couple of years at this point, like a year ago, and it was cool to see uh, 
all the former, you know, just the bases of a lot of statues. I was just going to say, <laughs> yeah. was it was pretty ask. rad to see the bases so of statues. <laughs> Where yeah, you're like, dude. hell yeah, you know, police tape around it, four pieces of rebar sticking out of it, and just a base. You're like, sick. Fuck yes. <laughs> oh, and they do this cool thing in Richmond, like, you know, they have them in uh, Portugal too, like Tuk Tuks. They're like a Southeast Asian or Eastern Asian, like, uh, they're like in between a Vespa and a go-kart. Like it's like one wheel in the front, two wheels in the back. And they're like covered. And they're covered and it's like, you can sit like four people in them. So they do those as little and it's considered an open air limousine so you can drink on the thing. So like they do little bar crawls, but you can bring a cooler and you have stuff in between. It was like, it's a fun vibe. So it seems like it's like a regional bachelor party, stag party, bachelorette party situation yeah. for now, like like Nashville had for a while, which always leads it to blowing up more and more. Yeah, yeah. who needs a winery tour? I want to go to Richmond and do that tuk-tuk situation. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. A lot of great, and there's a lot of old, there's a lot of very old shit there. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like colonies old, like, you know, there's Civil War fucking uh, graveyards. It's crazy. Wow. God damn. I watched the new season of every, somebody or everyone just somebody feed give, Phil? give Phil food. What is yeah. it? Yeah. Somebody give this millionaire some food, please. <laughs> <laughs> I love Phil. Big I, friend. Big yeah, fan. Yeah. I know. I know you two are friends and know each other. It's so funny to like watch that and now hear about like, or you can get hammered on a tuk-tuk. Yeah. Like, you oh, should, you should very... actually watch our shows back to back because they are like completely different paces as well. Like yeah. he seems like a normal, like adjusted person meeting people. And we're like, that, 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 joke, <laughs> joke, weird edit, graphic, out, moving. It's like, it's so clearly just like made by comedy bros. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. This is what we all How want. How big was your shooting team? Two cameras, a sound guy? Run Three around? cameras and a sound guy. Whoa. Four on some like crazier stuff, you know, like, and like some GoPros and shit like that so uh, do you have producers there with you to get story and like help you because you are like going re- hard yeah yeah we have like a super one of my good buddies one of our best friends justin tyler was a supervising producer on the show uh and he's my writing partner so he tra- i've known he's been my friend forever and now we're traveling he's traveling Dude, with me in Pally too. and so he's kind of keeping track of story and being like hey you guys keep talking about how like Richmond is surprising you with its vibe. It's like, let's bring that up in reference to this place that you're at. Like, he's kind of keeping track of the global shit because we're half to three quarters in the bag at all times. <laughs> so, and, and it's for work. It's allowed. It's supp- we're supposed to be. Yeah. We're not just like problematic rat pack actors. But uh, we, uh, and so like, uh, and then we have people keeping track of story and like so, uh, producers who are like in charge of the segments that know like, that are booking and stuff like that. Nice. So, you know, it all in all, it's like a 15 person crew tops and we get, get hire a lot of local people, which is always cool. Like being in Maui and hiring uh, local Hawaiian PAs, excuse me, and shit like that. Local, yeah. like a local shooter as to, cause it's say, you know, it's expensive to travel people all around too. So if you don't have Definitely. to put them up, so like local and like, Getting a local drone operator was cool. You know, you meet like these kind of interesting people Dude, like that so way rad. too. Yeah, it was it was a fucking blast, man. It was just like what we, and the thing about it that was made it the most fun is like this is exactly what I do when I travel. Is like I just get fucked up and I make jokes and I ruin the, either the server or my my company's time or make it even better. One of the two, but it's gonna be big, you know. <laughs> yep. And just getting to do it like with my buddy on a show, it just makes it mad easy. Damn, man, especially because. He he fucks shit up on TV a lot. Like when he goes on Conan. Yeah, he's a he's, he's a, a shit. 
He's a troublemaker. He's like a legit. <laughs> he's like a legit little imp, man. Uh, he's not little either, but he's a grown man. But he he is a troublemaker. And yeah, he, he is. And you'll see in the show, he like does a lot. He does this bit where he like gets people's names wrong, like on purpose, like to fuck with them. And it's just like, he, I don't know how many of them end up, but like, he just really, he really is a little shit stirrer in the best way. It's like so fun. Like, and he, and it's just like, it's harmless and it's for giggles, but he loves to just be like, kind of difficult. Yes. <laughs> like yes. it makes him happy to be like, oh, Christ, here we go. <laughs> Have you seen Adam Pally on Conan before? Yeah. Yeah. He does like snare devil and war uh, <laughs> tucks and all that shit. <laughs> I have a personal question. Please. Where was your digestive care in this whole fucking routine? Like, what were your poops MJ, like? I gotta MJ, know. MJ, I gotta it know. was hell on fucking earth. <laughs> I was doing everything in my power to make them. I was on my supplements. I brought my psyllium whole husk. I was taking, drinking my athletic greens in the morning, promo code mighty. And then I, uh, <laughs> I was taking care of myself. I was having electrolytes at night. I was trying everything, but yeah. I was also like, Every time we ate, too, it would be like, well, we should try 11 different things at this restaurant. <laughs> you know, yeah. and like we pass off to our crew and give the sound, give people bites and, and share food with the crew. Uh, but so we order over order because we want to also let the waiter flex and uh, let the chef flex and also try a bunch of their shit. So I was I haven't puked much from drinking in my entire life, especially not in the last like 10 years. And I barfed twice on this uh, show, not on camera, <laughs> oh. uh, but my stomach was rocked pretty much like every single day. Like if we had like a 9 a.m. call time, I would have to like – and which is a late call time. I know. It's not early. But if you're <laughs> shooting until midnight wasted, 9 is yeah. early. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I'd have to set my alarm for like 6.30 in the morning and just be like water, greens, electrolytes, coffee, sh shit, 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 shower, shit, shit, shit. You know, like, yep. just know it's like I need two and a half hours of, like, slow drainage every morning. Like, yeah. it, I just <laughs> described it once as, like, taking that thing out of the back of a cooler when the you know and it's like i think there's still ice in there it's like well leave the thing open and just see if more ice comes out like that's what my body was doing <laughs> and you know, might know this from working on a fishing boat my normal shitting levels is like when they open up the net and just crabs and like a boot fall out that's me shitting i like i'm over the toilet and i can be done in like eight seconds my body's just like wonk and it's just like you hear clang as like a tooth hits the toilet and shit like that yeah. and you're like don't know what's in there but flush without looking <laughs> say, see ya fuck yes you make me think of the Padma Lakshmi um, yes you were you saw her talking about uh, her like what she has to do in order to be on Top Chef like just what she has to do to take care of her incredible body like you, you had your own version of <laughs> my own version I'm keeping a different incredible body it's a m consumption machine <laughs> operating at a high level <laughs> Every yes. once in a while, I need to do some service on this machine in between seasons. Uh, and dude, I'm t like on the weeks off, I didn't even want to talk or eat. I would just be like sitting at home at Tiffany and she'd be like, what do you want to eat? I'd be like, salad, water, <laughs> weed. Hurry. <laughs> yeah. Man, did Hurry. you do any like extreme body uh, things to like hook yourself up to an IV? Or we did. Uh, we did IVs in Miami. Uh, we did. We we're big sauna people so we were doing saunas Ooh. and like uh, rehydration a lot we were drinking we got heavy into electrolytes on this uh tour uh but no we wanted to do more shit like i, I think we got some off we got an on-camera iv in miami we got some off-camera ivs you know do they work 
I think they do, or they're psychosomatic. Either way, it's like it, it's not cheap, but yeah, it's med. Like it, like it's they it's something they do to. I don't know how much it can actually help you. It's probably a diminishing return of like you're spent. You're like, oh yeah, give me the full thing, and it and moves the needle like a little bit or something okay. like that. But it definitely you definitely have to pee more after you do one so you feel like hey i didn't drink that water but it's in me somehow mm -hmm. yeah that's right on i'll take that flush yeah you mainline yeah. it <laughs> mainline it yeah mainline Li quite literally that's yeah. exactly what you're doing exactly right <laughs> actually actually Mike. mainlining it's uh... <laughs> shout out neil degrasse tyson <laughs> oh your new best friend your new co yeah we like facts you know yeah yeah, well, right. I'll I'll make sure I DM him after I vape watermelon rinds. Yes, I actually did want to say though that he is like maybe uh, not the most weed positive person because he did say that in 2018 he told TMZ that he doesn't think people should smoke weed in space. I have no context for that quote, but that was a something yeah. I did need to say. I don't know enough about space to give advice in that level, but would you I smoke you weed should, in space? That would be the thing I would ask if I could do. Like I would plan, I would be like, let me be the first person to smoke weed in space. Yeah. Can you even light a lighter? Oh, you're gonna have to do a e e dab rig for yeah. sure. You're gonna have to rig it. You can have to hit a puffco. <laughs> yeah. Is that the new pipe puffco? That's thing? the new oh. proxy. Oh, that is cool. Weed tech. Man, they do so much cool shit over they there. They so do. They're just so... I can't do this, though. I got to... Yeah, we got to drive. <laughs> we got to drive home from this I saw I got to shake off these diamonds in the can. No. Yeah. <laughs> Mind if I... What kind of flushing capacity you guys got at this studio? <laughs> My body is a wonderland. Uh, Mark says so-so. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I was going to rent an office. Old now pipes. <laughs> Would you get high in space? Yeah, absolutely. I would want to eat an edible in space. I would fucking definitely trip on mushrooms. If oh, I get to eat space an and... edible in space or yeah. a gummy in space. Yeah, we eat, uh, mushroom gummy in space could be oh, dope. Yeah, just the way your body Ste already feels kind of weightless and then to have that amplified I think would be magic. Oh, dude, that's why I love floating while tripping. Have you some... done a flotation tank? No, I've never done one. Mm. I'm a little claustrophobic, so I don't like – I like floating in a pool. Like uh, my friend's pool in the desert, we were staying out there for uh, a long weekend over – Memorial Day, and uh, everyone was kind of inside doing something or going shopping, and I don't participate in some activities. But this group <laughs> of friends is like, we're going to go shopping, and there's two of us that are like, we don't shop. And <laughs> the two of us that don't shop, one of them is like, I stay inside or in the shade, and I'm like, I'm in the sun doing drugs. Like, that's me. <laughs> and I like uh, took some mushrooms and got my ankles on the stair of this pool, right? The saltwater pool. So it was extra floaty, but my ankles were on it. So I didn't really move at all. Ooh. And I didn't have to put that much downward pressure on my ankles. And I just was able to stay. And I just looked up at the sky as it slowly got uh, like slowly darker and darker. And I felt like I can like see time pass that way. You know what mm. I mean? I was just like, I was just watching it. And I was like, that must be. Doing, I'm doing like fake calculations of like this. The sky gets one degree darker every three minutes. It seems now. If I'm using a degree, and I'm like trying to figure out That's how fun. long until the sun goes down, and I'm like, uh, there are people who can look at the sun and figure that. And I'm making up a darkness uh, algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, look at your watch, asshole. But I was like, my brain was just going like 100 miles an hour in the best way. Galileo awesome. already figured that shit out and got jailed for it. Also, like those perspective <laughs> changes when you're on shrooms too, like laying down and looking up. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. oh, it changes your whole vibe. Like I did laying down and looking up and then I had my dog walked over me and looked down at me 
and Artie already has real alien like features mm -hmm. and upside down looking up. I was like, I didn't even recognize. I was like, what is this? Is like the Gamorrean guard from Star Wars or some shit. I like, I just did not recognize my own dog that I've had now for 13 years. I was like, what the fuck? Like, and I'm like, it's okay, mister. You know, like I'm just on shrooms. So like, oh, I'm talking to my fucking 20 pound dog. And then I was just like, you know, I'm so in love with them so I was like oh once I recognized who it was but there was this moment where I couldn't it was like seeing a teacher at the grocery store you know, like, <laughs> yeah. where do I know you from <laughs> upside down monster. I need context here sweetheart <laughs> oh man one of my favorite uh, mushroom trips ever was on Fire Island being naked in the water under a full moon on mushrooms I was like, two full moons fully this is it <laughs> yeah two full moons and two big old boobs <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> sorry I'm just taking a moment to lock that in my memory forever <laughs> Mind sketch. <laughs> Mind sketch. You just hear the screenshot uh, sound effect come from my brain. Uh, Gabriel's joking blood coming out of my nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck it was good I that's found, fucking awesome I found a spark like a phosphorescent little creature and I was holding him in the palm of my hand watching him swim around like the whole thing was yeah that's so rad mushrooms in water the yeah, best they're the best man mushrooms at the beach that's my that's my entire go to mushrooms while camping and mushrooms at the beach yep uh, it took me a long time growing up as a beach kid to realize that the beach is nature I'd be like oh I didn't really grow up as like a nature kid and like someone was eventually like Weren't didn't you say your parents took you to the beach every day from seven a.m. to uh, two p.m. every day of the summer? I was like, yeah. They're like it's a lot of outdoors time. <laughs> you're like in the water is like you're outdoors. I was like, I guess I was a little bit of an outdoorsy kid. I was like, we just didn't have like mountains or hikes or woods where I was from. And I was like, oh yeah, I guess. And then I locked into my love of outdoors via the beach. Now I'm a forty year old man who's getting into camping. I got Whoa. into I started camped for the first time when I was 38. You getting emails from REI? Oh, the, dude, I got an deals. REI gift card for my wife for my 40th birthday. Hell yes. Uh, shout out the Sweets Are Life. I got a fucking tent, a new day pack, and a headlamp. Shit is looking tight, yep. dude. My whole my gear is coming together. What's your thermorest situation like? Uh, you mean- Do you my, get a thick boy, like a, a air mattress? I have, I have a little uh, Mattress pad, not a big one, a little like self-inflate one. And then uh, I got like a Coleman. I got a not a cold weather pack, but I'm not going to go. That's uh, not a cold weather bag, but I'm not going to go camping and like yeah. super cold yet. I'm still like learning. You're not scaling the Sierras yet. No, no, not yet. But I'm 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 getting there. You're I got a big yeah. I got a big camping trip planned for uh, Labor Day weekend this year. I'm very excited about really? it. Really? Yeah. A big hike and a big camp. I'm very stoked about it. Fuck yeah. yes. Yeah. This is what the world needs. Everyone needs to get the fuck outside and and the pandemic really activated. <laughs> yeah, the pandemic really activated that in me because indoors felt unsafe. Like home felt safe, but indoors other places didn't. But outdoors felt safe. And then eventually home got to be like overwhelming and you're like, I need to go outside. And it's like, yeah. oh, I just wandered around L.A. for three hours. This place rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just walked to the Grove. This place, rules. you know, like yep. I just get outdoors, man. Yeah. A lot of walks to the Grove. <laughs> I do that very. Fr I yeah. do it every weekend. I go see a movie because I, I like to go to the movies. I'm A-list. Yeah. Walk to the Grove, yeah. smoke a bone right when you get to like First and Edinburgh, you know, so you don't have it with you when you cross Fairfax. Yes. Uh, eat yes. your edibles uh, right when you get through and sit down. Yeah, it's a great, great time. Get a little farmer's market juice on the way out or the way in, depending. That The Grove used to, the Grove movie theater when it was Pacific would let you 
bring in stuff if it was from the Grove. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh. They don't do it anymore because AMC is like a mm-hmm. corporate. But you used to be able to be like, go to the coffee bean and tea leaf and get like a giant iced coffee and sit down at the movies. It was so rad. We brought in a Gatorade jug. One time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, to be fair, you lo- like you dumped it over the director's head that I was doing a Q&A because yeah. you-, you thought he did such a good job. I was really excited. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one time we brought in, Tiff and I brought in like Dominic Ansel breakfast from when his like, cafe, oh, we were like, dude. we were like, oh, let's go get coffee up there. And we were going up there. Tiffany's like, I'm kind of hungry. And we were seeing a matinee. She's like, do you want? And I was like, we got like egg sandwiches <laughs> and like coffees and just sat in the movie. Fucking champions. Yeah, rolled, champions. Rolled. Great afternoon. Champions I sneak in a life. Sprinkles cupcake. Um, red velvet usually. Oh, that's my like, secret sneak move at the That's AMC a good Grove. that's a good Grove grab because it's right there. What's too. the sneak? How do you sneak it? Where um well it? it's not a in sneak as much as it's a box that is sticking out of my hoodie pocket that oh. is very obviously a box. Right. Yeah. But they're not asking what's in that box. They check your bag for uh cameras. And bombs, mm-hmm. not food. Yeah, uh, yeah. So like, we've definitely opened it up, and they've been like, "Okay, no. <laughs> yo, I, can I also Take shout your out steak and fries? <laughs> yeah, get in yeah. there, palm frites, <laughs> super herbaceous. Oh, you're so, like, yeah. garlic sauce, <laughs> Go on in, have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yes, I tried yeah. to sneak. A, I've told this story on it's here a before. Good story. When we were in New York, my uh, boyfriend at the time tried to sneak a pizza into AMC by strapping it to his back like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. <laughs> Just dripping grease running down the crack of his ass. Yeah. Being like, act natural, act natural. He got busted. We had to go eat that shit on 42nd Street like losers. A shout out my buddy Alex Rennie who gave me a, a, a hack in New York going to the movies. He, whenever snacks he wanted to bring into the theater, he'd put in his backpack and then he would just put four bananas on top of it like a bunch of bananas wow. uh, and then walk in and when they were like can we check your bag you open it up he's like sorry i just went grocery shopping and it's just bananas but underneath are like whatever chips and shit he wants to eat there and then drinks he wants to have during the movie but like clearly someone's not bringing four bananas into the theater <laughs> so she's like oh you must have like like you, the logic doesn't really work but yeah. it makes them go like I don't want to touch bananas. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> Grocery shopping, fine. Go in there. Also, man. if you're eating four bananas watching a movie, I'm moving as far away from Yeah, I'm not sitting possible. next to you. Fucking psychopath. Yeah. But I, it could be concealing a whole Cornish I hen. Have my milk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have my milk and a bunch of bananas. Here to watch Crimes of the Future. New uh, David Cronenberg. <laughs> terrifying. Have I talked about on here how the um, hoodie pocket is the perfect size of a... F- Subway foot long and how like elegantly and beautifully designed it is. It just like it, the it bend is just so a little bit. Yeah, that's yeah. so perfect. You're getting foot longs? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I only ever do the six inch. It's all I need. Hey, really? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hear uh, four inches is plenty for a lot of people. Of <laughs> <A> sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. A lot of people don't need much more than four inches to feel full. I feel like this could be a subway campaign that they could go with the subway four inch, you know? It works. <laughs> Trust me. It does the job just yeah, fine. Yeah, double meat. It's thicker. It's all you need. <laughs> How much more can you really fucking eat? Come on, don't be a pig. Subway, eat fresh with the four inch. <laughs> don't be a fucking pig. <laughs> yeah, the whole world needs to fucking share. Relax. Get eat along. this fucking pressed turkey a different way, you fucking pig. <laughs> Oh boy! Would you really get just the veggie? I know we should do buzz of the week and stuff. Yeah, let's yeah, do it. Get do to it. your segment. We should do a wrap. Okay. Oh wait, what? Oh, I was gonna ask you if you really only get vegetables at Subway. I get the veggie six inch delight. Uh, willing to accept a four inch if that's all there is. Uh, with a lot thank, of oh, thank God. <laughs> that is all so the... great to hear. <laughs> You're on mic. Oh shit! Oh, I'm leaning in the whisper into this. 
Oh no. Uh, this is yeah. a reminder to myself to edit this out. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, I don't edit this podcast. No. Or your own. <laughs> There's a no edit job. There's perfect. no editing. Uh-oh. Wingrove, we don't edit. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Not something like this. This is perfect. <laughs> hit for hit. Uh, yeah, that six inch veggie delight's my jam. Right on. Cheese? Yeah. Cheese, all the cheese. I get provolone and then I get every topping. Yeah. And yeah. then a ton of like oil, vinegar, mayo, mustard, salt, pepper, yeah. everything that I can put on there. That feels like the safest bet, too. And just wrap yeah. it in that tire, a.k.a. bread that they put on there. Yeah. yeah. And then it's just a mouthful of wet slop for like $4.29. Yeah, it's, it's worth it. Keeps me alive. <laughs> That's their new slogan, huh? Yeah. So mouthful. Orange. Help yourself to a alive. mouthful of slop. It'll keep you alive. This is like 20. This is some dystopian-ass 2040 shit. I mean, yeah. I've, slop know. keeps us all alive. Long live slop. And we're all just eating wet slop. Totally. The Simpsons predicted it. I yeah, mean, yeah. By the way, wet slop four inches is my only fan. <laughs> four inches of wet slop. Four inches of wet slop is my, That's it. Is my Debbie Does Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's good. All right. Should we do Buds of the Week and wrap, Let's do this, it. wrap yep. this baby? Wrap this baby and put yeah? it to bed. Okay. Um, do you want to go? So Buds of the Week is when we just like shout out a bud who we want to celebrate that hopefully our listeners will also fuck with. That's ah, a butt of the week. So if yeah. you would like okay. to also do Someone... a butt of the week, uh, we're oh. going to do two or one each, and they might give you time to think of one. Yeah, let's do that. Cool. Perfect. All right. You want to go first or second? Um, I will go whenever you want. I just got to pull it up. I'll go first because uh, I have my butt of the week pulled up. It is my friend Raul Beneja. Raul and I went to theater school together, and he's been on so many fucking shows. He's like the workingest actor in Canada, and uh, he just did Grey's Anatomy a couple years ago, and I got to see him when he was here in L.A., and he is re- um, um, perfor- re-performing. He's re- <laughs> Jesus. He will be performing his Hamlet solo again this November. So if you're in New York, go check him out. He's going to be at the um, United Solo Festival on 42nd Street, uh, and it's so fucking cool. He does all Hamlet, just him, like Fuck. all dressed in black, and it sounds like it would be such a bummer and super lame. And it's so fucking cool and impressive. And like, I don't know. Peter Brook just died, this legendary director, and so I've been thinking a lot about like what I learned from seeing his shows and how incredible he was to theater. And so I'm excited to shout out my my theater bud, Raul. Doing Hell cool yeah! Shit, go see his Hamlet solo. It'll fucking make you think. Damn. Yep. Um, well, how am I going to follow that? <laughs> Mine oh, is and follow him at MJ's Re- friend Raul. Yeah. And follow him. I should say his uh, handle. He is Raul Beneja. That is R-A-O-U-L-B-H-A-N-E-G-A on IG. He's a cool follow. Fuck. My butt of the week this week is Julian Stern at Julian M. Stern. Man, reading sucks. Uh, <laughs> it is fucking hard. I, yeah, man, spelling Raul's letters, name was really hard. When letters are put into an order that make a word, I'm out. I'm tapped, dog. I love order like a bug, but not like when it comes to words. Yeah. <laughs> words suck. Wait, I'm a writer. Wait, sure. who's who's this? He's a writer too. That's oh, great. Okay. That's perfect. So Julian Stern um, is my butt of the week because we are co-headlining at Edinburgh Fringe Festival all of August. So if you're over there, uh, come see us perform. And if you are living anywhere with the internet, subscribe to his Sternal Journal that he drops every single Sunday night. It's really good. It has great recommendations of books. 
albums, art, TV. He's the shit. Shout out Julian Stern. Follow him at Julian M. Stern. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, my butt of the week is a stand-up comedian uh, named and writer named Allison Leiby. She hosts, uh, she performs a one-woman show currently running, I think it's actually on hiatus, but was running in New York City called Oh God, Not Another Show About Abortion. And it's a, a one-woman show about abortion. Topical. Uh, <laughs> she did like start workshopping it like two years ago, so the timing is insane. Uh, and she is also bringing it to Largo on July twentieth. I can't believe I remember someone else's plugs. Wow, I don't even know my nice. own. But she's bringing it to Largo on July twentieth. I saw it when I went back east. Uh, I saw it a couple of weeks ago at the Cherry Lane Theater. I, I don't know if it's coming back there. She's on current hiatus, but um, the show is fucking good. It's funny. It's, it's rich. It's heavy. It's interesting. It's zeitgeisty as fuck. And again, I repeat, it's funny. I've been yeah. dying to see it. I've been hearing so much about it. Just yeah. from like, yeah. Walkable. We yeah. can walk to the Largo. Fuck yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll roll by on the way. <laughs> yeah, Ben, I'll wait for you. Hey, yeah. MJ. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's a great show. Highly recommend it if you're, uh, or she takes it on tour eventually, or she uploads it as a special. I don't know what her future plans are, but seek it out however. Yeah, it's really yes. good. Yeah. Hell yeah. And for you, oh please. Yeah, no, you. that no, I'm just looking at you because I like looking at you sometimes. Hell Co -host. yeah, sometimes. What's up over there? <laughs> so much. Thanks. <laughs> I like looking at you too. Nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good stuff. Like big looking fan at you of looking. Too. Yeah. yeah. Look over here. My look eyes. over here. Look at you. Yeah, you guys are looking easy on the eyes over here. This you works great. so well. You nice look great. to see you. you always, Thanks always good to see you guys. You look fantastic. <laughs> I love this. What are your plugs? Please check out 101 Places to Party Before You Die on True TV. As a matter of fact, the premiere is July. What did I say? It was seventeenth <laughs> Bastille Day. Fourteenth. Uh, uh, oh fuck! Right, Bastille Day is the fourteenth. Okay. Yes, because I got it plugged confused with Alison Levy. July fourteenth, Thursday, ten thirty p.m. Uh, 101 places to premiere uh, where our lead in the show on before us is Impractical Jokers. Maybe you've heard of it. And for that week, that Thursday, July 14th, our premiere day, we're also guests on Impractical Jokers. We uh, They Yo. had some guests in some of their episodes this season. Adam and I were lucky enough to shoot an episode with them. So uh, we're in. It's a full hour block Thursday night. If you want to settle in from the long haul, you can check it out uh, from 10 to 11 or whatever time zones you're in. ESD, PSD. PS5, whatever. It's a perfect space for your show on like a Thursday night because like Friday's like, fuck it, who cares? Whatever. Yeah. It's a Friday. And then maybe you book a flight watching it. Maybe you go like, all right, well, I'm flying to Richmond Friday after work. And I'm, I'm getting, getting in that tuck tuck. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting a fucking Cobra burger in that tuck tuck, dog. Damn. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the greatest always to have you come back all the time, every time you have a new season to talk about because this is going to go forever. Oh, thank you. I will come back even before then because those were delicious joints you shared with me and i am stealing some sumo brand snacks thank you sumo <laughs> <laughs> what a pro what a pro <laughs> not my first podcast <laughs> oh yeah check out high and mighty yeah oh yeah high and mighty action boys uh check out my other podcasts but uh mostly check out the show and uh and check out doughboys oh yeah check out doughboys a show that i guest on frequently i just had a run of guesting on like a, a dozen episodes or so it feels like <laughs> so, so check us out over there yeah next time you come back i want to hear what it's like to go on the road and eat Doughboy's food and then be thrown into a true TV show. Oh, yeah. I, I, well, uh, we, we, uh, MJ will ask me the personal question when I come back <laughs> and I can answer you how Doughboy's wrecks my stomach even more than my <laughs> show. Because now I'm eating processed, fast chain food all, all everywhere. Yeah. Yikes. And then partying all night with 
you. <laughs> in Arizona. The best. I want to come. Um, will you say the thing? Yeah. Uh, follow us at Weed and Grub on Instagram. Email us at WG at WeedandGrub.com. Send us all of the questions and comments and topics you want to hear us cover. Leave us a review. Um, it helps us get more ears on our podcast and eyes on our YouTube. Check us out over there as well. Thank you to Top Tree Studios and producer Mark for making us look and sound wonderful. Oh, yeah. We got TikTok, too. Oh, yeah. Check out our TikTok. I and, forget uh, all about it because I don't care about it. But check it uh, out. But you should follow. It. He doesn't give a shit about it, but you guys should follow it. Yeah, it's fun. Sell it. I fucking <laughs> love TikTok. Thank you so much. And please engage in the ooh, algorithm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh, I think that's it. Yeah. Mike and Mary Jane, that's the TikTok. Oh, that's the TikTok. Yeah, I forgot. Mike and Mary Jane. I don't know what TikTok is. <laughs> we have two strikes against us. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, let's not post any more content on there. <laughs> Follow it. It's not going to work out. Great. And thank you for coming. We love seeing you. I love seeing you guys, too. Thank you so much. Bye, everyone. Around the hood, fam. Yeah. <laughs>